You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by Warp Zone Video Games and Beyond. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, you're tuned in to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's eating good in the neighborhood. A- Applebee's. I'm Sam. <laughs> I'm Josh. I'm Samantha. I'm Cody. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we've got some news to go over, but first let's uh, talk about some things we've been checking out. Also, we're not sponsored in any way by Applebee's. No, but if but if we were, it was, you know, I ate Applebee's the other night. It was pretty good. It's good food. <laughs> no. No, it was. No. Well, it was it was a $6 cheeseburger night. So, nice. Yeah, at that point, the price factors into the flavor. But I enjoyed it. It was good. <laughs> I don't I don't care for Applebee's. Every time I go, I have a bad experience. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I had a pretty delightful experience. <laughs> <laughs> a delightful time at Applebee's. <laughs> yes. Uh, but enough about Applebee's. <laughs> Totinos. Totinos. Let's talk about Totinos. No. Uh, so yeah, but some things we've been checking out. Gearbox released uh, the latest uh, Duke Nukem remaster. I guess it's a remaster. It's called Duke Nukem 20th Anniversary World Tour. Okay. Which is like kind of a remaster of the original Duke Nukem 3D. Um, I mean, it doesn't look that different. Yeah. Like, it still uses the same, it's still sprite-based characters in, like, a quasi-3D, it's true 3D world now. Okay, all right. I'm surprised you were able to pull that uh, title off off your dome without having to look it up Oh, at yeah, all. I definitely didn't just look up the title on my phone because it's long and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they honestly didn't add enough stuff to make it worth the 20 bucks. Well, I mean, if you don't already own Duke Nukem 3D and want to play it, then yeah, I mean, it works. Yeah. But if you had it before, if you owned it before, if you owned, like, I think it was called Megaton Edition or something. Okay, yeah. On Steam, don't bother. It's not worth, there's not enough extras. I got it. They added, they added a new episode that's about eight levels, and they're designed by the original, some of the original guys that did the original game, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, that's pretty cool, but I've played through most of them, and it's not it's not all that different from something you'd see in like a mod you download. Gotcha. I see. And the graphics, like I said, the graphics are mostly the same and they just added some lighting effects and up the resolution. Mm-hmm. Like you could, if you download the right mods and source ports and stuff, you can actually make the original Duke Nukem look better than what they did. Oh, wow. So okay. it kind of defeats the purpose of the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Man. Duke Nukem source. It'd be pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, it's still a really fun game. Duke Nukem, but uh, yeah, but it's it's not worth getting if you don't already own it. It's it's got to be better than that Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, <laughs> you know it wasn't that bad. It also wasn't that great. No, it wasn't. It was not that great, and it was not worth the what was it sixteen years it took him to make yeah, it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and the final price tag of like sixty bucks when it came out. Yeah, which I bought it on release night at uh, midnight. I was super stoked. <laughs> I bet you were super mad at yourself, too. Yeah. <laughs> For what is basically a, just a mediocre first-person shooter. With some with some potty jokes. Yeah, with <laughs> some bad potty jokes that weren't even funny. I don't, I don't think Duke Nukem works in, the, in modern times. Modern day. Times. No, it, it doesn't. Unless I don't think so. Unless he was so. like the butt of the joke. Yeah. But they would never do that, I don't think. Yeah. Well, it might. It, well, yeah, it depends on who they hired to write it. Mm-hmm. Like, if Gearbox got Anthony Birch back and hired him to write a Duke Nukem game, that would probably work. It would work, yeah. But yeah, he would have to be the. It'd be, have to be making fun of Duke Nukem and his stupid, over macho attitude yeah. for it to be funny. Yeah, but then you run the risk of all the Duke Nukem fans getting super angry about, you know, their, are there, their beloved. They're not are really. Are there Duke Nukem fans? At this, at this point, probably not very many. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would consider myself a Duke Nukem fan, actually, but yeah. I. I'd take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I just had a weird thought. Duke Nukem is who Johnny Bravo grew up to be. They're yeah. kind of in the same vein, I guess, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> in like a dark future. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the bad end of Johnny Bravo is Duke is Nukem. He becomes nu- Duke Nukem, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then what's the good end? What is the good end of Johnny Bravo? He becomes a well-rounded human being. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, not a creeper. He enters a a, uh, a a halfway decent relationship and becomes a normal human. <laughs> uh, 
I really like that show. That was a good show. It's a good show. Yeah, I really like uh, Johnny Bravo as well. I think we've talked about that on yeah. this show. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. it got better uh, as the seasons progressed and they added more of a supporting cast. Yeah, and it gets like a lot more, more irreverent. Yeah. And, yeah, I got a uh, 100-foot robot golf for the PlayStation 4. It was actually last week, but I forgot to talk about it on the show. <laughs> okay. Which sounds like I wouldn't wouldn't have liked the game <laughs> if I forgot <laughs> to talk about it, but it's actually really great. Okay, cool. Um, it's part golf sim, part robot, giant robot game. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it's a it's a solid golf game that's also really funny, partly because it's got the, the McElroy brothers. The McElroy brothers. brothers, yeah. And partly because it's this kind of a huge takeoff on anime and robot anime there's like a, there's animated cutscenes that are really that are really pretty funny mm-hmm. um there's this whole conceit that it's a dubbed uh anime that that some fans did there's yeah. like a, a pop-up at the beginning that says dubbed by then some screen name like <laughs> like it was downloaded off the internet yeah and i i heard the the fan dubs is like purposely bad yeah the like the mouth movements don't match up <laughs> half the time yeah but it looks good. Like the art is really good. The designs are good. Uh, the characters are all pretty funny and like parodies of different stuff. Like there's a Voltron, but it's all corgis. That's cool. <laughs> um, which and their plot line is like this weird like Evangelion uh, knockoff where the the corgis are basically Shinji. And they're like, get in the robot. Get in the robot. <laughs> I'll put you in there this time. But yeah, next time you have to do it yourself. I'm just imagining them sitting there just wiggling their little butts, not knowing really what's going on. <laughs> um, the commentary by the McElroys is funny, but you start hearing repeats pretty quickly. Oh, really? Which, mm. I mean, it's not super annoying because it's generally pretty good. Yeah. So so they're good, good robot boys? Yes. Actually, Travis, if you do a good drive, he'll tell you you're a good, good driver boy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Now, is the are the golf mechanics, are they is the game solidly, like, playable yeah or is it yeah it's weird like different characters have different swing mechanics oh okay like there's this one guy who's built his robot out of uh like car parts okay and he, his swing you have to rev these two uh tachometers up into the power level that you want by holding down the triggers on the controller like gas pedals okay and that's kind of cool the other one's like there's three spinning meters that you have to stop at the right place like you're syncing them up with their robot Okay. Um, like that stuff, like that. One guy just has a more traditional golf game style thing. Yeah. But I've never seen a golf game like have different swing mechanics for different. Yeah, characters. that's interesting. That's really interesting. And everybody has their own uh, special moves. Like, and it doesn't take you straight to the ball after you hit it. You have to walk through the environment to the ball. You can smash buildings and like put them in the way of other people. All right, because you're you're all golfing at the same time. Also, you don't take turns. <laughs> Everyone's just go- going at the same yeah. time. Okay, that's great. Which and sometimes it can be uh, scored by stroke, like regular golf, or sometimes it's just a race to whoever can put it in the hole first. Huh? Yeah, it's it's a really solid game, and it's definitely worth like the I think twenty bucks, seventeen if you got PlayStation Plus. That okay, that's that's not bad, and it's just on PlayStation, so it's yeah. so it's not a PC game yet. It'll probably get a port at some point. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they have an exclusivity deal. Okay, Boo, but it, it's I want it. no Goblin, and they did uh, Roundabout, which is on PC, and that game is fantastic. Okay, have you ever played it? No, I haven't. Oh, it's great. It has it's like the <laughs> best FMV cutscenes. Yeah, it's, it's worth like set it. In the seventies. It's hilarious. It's worth it for the cutscenes. They're very B movie mm-hmm. inspired. Oh, cool. So check out those games. One of the, one of the characters is in Hundred Foot Robot Golf is from Roundabout. Oh, yeah? Jeffrey the Skeleton, <laughs> who's just a giant skeleton. Like a $20 skeleton they got off of Amazon. It's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Awesome. Pretty much. <laughs> I was doing a articulated Halloween decoration arm mans for the, for, the, for, the, for the kids at home. Yeah. <laughs> Theater of your mind. Anyway, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I checked out. There was one thing, um, but we can't really talk about it this week. Uh, because, uh, Cody and Sam, you guys are going to see it this evening, I'm yeah. guessing. Shin Godzilla. Went to see Shin Godzilla. Yeah. Josh and I both went. Yeah. And, uh, this is a no spoiler or anything cause we can't really get into it, but, uh, I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> so hesitant. Well, 
I, again, I don't want to spoil it, but there are definitely some issues that I kind of had with the film. Uh, it was overall enjoyable. It very much mimicked the original 1950s Godzilla where you don't... Godzilla doesn't do a whole lot. He doesn't really pop up often, I guess. He, It's more force of nature versus being a monster movie. Yeah, he is definitely a force. It's definitely like a typhoon or earthquake style event where it just happens to be giant thunder mm. lizard. Yeah. Again, I don't, I can't get into it any further. We'll, we'll have a full review next week of it, but uh, overall I enjoyed it, but there are definitely some things that I probably would have done differently. And it might be that because I, um, I don't know anything about the um, particular director, writer, director style. It was uh, done by um, Hideki Anno the guy who did Neon Genesis Evangelion and people that know his stuff kind of say that it's very much in keeping with his stuff, I guess. And I like his, I love Evangelion. Well, then you'll probably, my favorite anime. Well, then you'll probably enjoy this a little more than I did, but I did enjoy it. Uh, I liked it. Um, It's definitely a departure from most Godzilla films. Yes. And Uh, I will say it is a complete reboot. Even, Yeah, even uh, when they tried to reboot in J- uh, Godzilla in Japan a few times a few years ago, they would always make reference to the original Godzilla as a kind of a freak event um, and then kind of skip over all the other ones. This one is like, this has never happened before. We have never heard anything like this ever, that sort of thing. Like so the, it's a complete yeah, like and total reboot. the world is watching this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked it. It's different. The more I think about it, the more I find things that I was kind of mm, about. Yeah. In the moment, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Is it bad? I didn't really feel like there were many characters that really stood out for me. No, it's not bad. I, uh, thinking back on it, I kind of have trouble picking out beyond like the main, I want to say the main two characters. Yeah, yeah. Again, not getting into it at all, but there are two main characters that I can kind of remember having a thing to do but any of the other main or high up ancillary characters, I'm just having a heck of a time kind of well, there's like remembering like there's two guys and I couldn't remember which one was really, which yeah, I guess, I guess maybe I'm mixing, I guess there were three, but I'm mixing the two, the two guys into one character. And yeah. then there was the, uh, the supposedly American diplomat. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her. Yeah. Her. <laughs> yeah. Um, they did not get an American actress. Uh, does, the actress didn't speak English, so she learned all of her English lines phonetically. Oh no! Yeah, did they just put a blonde wig on an Asian lady? No, no, no. no, no, no she's no. not. She's not blonde. She is Jap. Her character was Japanese born. Jap- oh, Japanese okay. born to an American like senator or something. Yeah, but as yeah. she called it, is uh, the land of her grandmother is what she calls Japan. Some something like that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's again. I, can't get into it any further until next week until you guys see it. Cause I do want you guys to see it. I don't want to spoil it for you, but, uh, you know, it's different. It's I mean, different. You'll see some things that you never seen in a Godzilla. Yeah. Film it's a, before. it's a, it's definitely a non-standard Godzilla movie. Better or worse than the last American Godzilla. I like the last American Godzilla. Movie. I did that, too. Is, that is a difficult question to answer because they are so different. Huh? Yeah. Like, even comparing this one to other Japanese Godzilla films, it's a lot different. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would be... There are references that were, like, kind of like fan nods that were pretty cool mm-hmm. in the movie. I would almost compare this closer to an episode of The West Wing wow. than an actual Godzilla movie. Yeah. There's a lot of government and there's a lot of talking. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Uh, the only other thing I checked out was before we went there, uh, we uh, we got a bite to eat, and I tried peanut butter and jelly flavored chicken wings, and yeah, yeah. they were delicious. They don't sound delicious. It was uh, it was a uh, a blackberry jam glaze with um, spicy Thai peanut butter where, dipping sauce. Where at? Uh, World of Beer there in uh, by, down by the Grandview Gateway or the Gateway Gateway, sorry. right across the little walkway. From yeah, the but they were like surprisingly good. It was like huh. spicy and sweet. Yeah, they I enjoyed ha- it. They have pretty good food. I like their food. Yeah, it was good stuff. It's a good time. And speaking of Grandview, I've not been there since I, they got bombed. Yeah, I haven't been either. I need to. I haven't been there since they were still doing uh, the midnight shift. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We know. The last time I was there is when we all did Dr. Bob that one. Oh, God, Dr. <laughs> Bob. 
I remember that night. He's still at the, he's at the gateway now. He is at the gateway. That's right. Yeah. Last time Did I went to... Did you hear that, that the gateway's... Not the gateway. God. Grandview is going to be doing Doctor Who again. Yeah. They still want to do it. Okay. That's good. Even though... Yeah. Because I have no other way to watch Doctor Who. I don't have BBC America. Right. But uh, yeah, last time I was at the Grandview was literally the last showing they ever did for the Doctor Who Christmas special. Oh yeah, was I was I with you guys with that one? No, no. okay, because I know I came to, went down yeah, with, with you like, for a came, couple of them. We texted you like, "What the heck?" This was apparently the last showing. Yeah, the last showing they ever did, and it was really sad. <laughs> womp, womp. Yeah, because the the couple that owned it before were fantastic. They, they were. were great people. Yeah, uh, Jen and Dave. Yeah, Jen and Dave. They were great. They always recognized us. Yeah. Super nice. <laughs> and now it got bought out by the people who own Studio 35, which I mean is a great... It's a great... It's a great theater. I love Studio 35, but mm-hmm. Grandview had they its were, own charm. Yeah, they were having financial issues because I think Dave had a heart attack and stuff. Fun stuff. You know, life stuff. Yeah. yeah. And they did have... That wasn't their full-time job. They had other full-time jobs. That was just like a thing they did kind of for fun. Yeah. It was run that. Kind of like a passion project yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Which is crazy to have have a full time job and also be there to run projectors for Doctor Bob at two in the morning. That is kind of <laughs> nuts. Yeah. 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 Oh, Doctor Bob. Which is probably why Doctor Bob had to move to the gateway. The gateway. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, Doctor Bob. <laughs> we should go to another Doctor. We Bob. need to. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's gotten a little um, better. Better. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. If we're being honest. I don't know, man. We riffed the crap out of it on the ride home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a fun time. Don't give me your wrong. Oh, yeah. It was great. But, yeah. What was the last Dr. Bob? We- this isn't... Never mind. Yeah. No. It's it, The last one was one of those Christopher Mim movies. Oh, yeah. It was uh, the guy who who makes the uh, the purposely bad 50s monster uh, movies. style monster movies. Spoofs. Yeah. And those are fantastic. They are the, fun. The yeah. giant spider, I think, is what it was called. Something like that. Yeah. Pacific Rim knockoff. No, that was no, a different, that was that a was different an one. asylum movie. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just, that was just oh, bad. Oh, that was Ad, awful. Ad, uh, Ad, Atlantic Rim. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. With, that the, was with the costumes where they're, uh, were, were wetsuits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the cockpits of the robots were basically car seats sitting in a black box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so bad. That was a bad movie. Dr. Bob apparently just did uh, Weir Skeeto Nazi Hunter, the... Which is a mem movie. Yeah. Just the other It sounds like one. Kind of wish I would have went to it. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, that was a heck of a tangent. (laughs) I'm too old old to stay up that late. Oh, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I probably could if it wasn't such a long drive from here. Yeah. Yeah, that is part of it. Driving an hour. I could just like like 10, 15 minute drive back and go back to sleep and be fine, but. An hour is a bit much. Also, the fact that it's like right there in like the hot spot of High Street, so you got to deal with all that too. I don't know. I'm not. Oh no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not an old guy. I'm fine. I'm good. No, I'm just. I'm just saying. Like the. I could do it. Yeah. On a Friday or Saturday night, it gets just really busy. It does get busy. I agree. It does get busy. But anyway, let's see. Might check it out. Um. Oh, that's what we were doing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, I watched the Treehouse of Horror Simpsons oh, episode. The okay. Six hundredth Sim- Simpsons episode. God, I haven't watched Simpsons in so long. Yeah, I haven't either, but I generally make a point to watch the the Halloween ones. Okay. I didn't care for it. You'll have surprise, that. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I'm just saying, the, the stories weren't that good. Yeah? Uh, one was a riff on uh, The Kingsman. Okay, for, and for a Halloween episode? That's a yeah. weird choice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, the Bartsman. <laughs> <laughs> kinda. Sorta. <laughs> there was um, one where... Lisa has a imaginary friend that got jealous of her actual friends and starts killing them. Okay, that seems really basic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't believe they haven't done that before. I'm sure they have. That <laughs> sounds yeah. That seems too. That sounds too easy to not have been done before. I know it's like 600 episodes later. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah. <laughs> they have one that there's a secret daughter in the attic. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. No, it was a secret son. I know. I was making a joke. Oh, making a joke. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, sorry. Um, the couch You're gag. Wrong. <laughs> Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. <laughs> uh, the couch gag was a basically a spoof of Planet of the Apes. The Planet of the and couches. I know they've done that before. Yeah. It was Planet of the Couches. Yeah, 
I guess they made a monkey out of me. <laughs> Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Hey, that episode is amazing. Oh, yeah. That's a good episode. That's yeah. a classic. I think we just found our song. I know, yeah, right? Dr. Yeah, Zayas. Right. Oh, 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 Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. <laughs> Dr. Zayas, help me. Uh, uh, so what I'm getting from this uh, new episode of Simpsons is that it's nowhere near what it, what Simpsons used to be. No. And, no. The fa- and the fact that you're sitting here having trouble remembering like, remembering it from what was it was on like a couple days ago i watched it yesterday you watched it yesterday <laughs> and having a hard time remembering it today so uh, yeah that's not good it's not a good sign and it's the halloween episode where they have freedom to do whatever they want yeah, and they usually, still can't yeah usually halloween episodes are traditionally pretty good and sometimes even kind of creepy yeah sometimes oh yeah uh there's a part when it's kind of still part of the opening but uh one of the aliens comes back Sideshow Bob, Hank's maybe Hank Scorpio. Oh, I love Hank. Scorpio. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. And uh, the ghost of Frank Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, grimy. <laughs> Jeez, that's a. Yeah, why would they bring all those characters back just it, because it's, it, it's? It was just an opening. Well, that's bit. what oh, they. The that's what they do yeah. on a lot of the newer Simpsons is just make callbacks to earlier hey, better uh, Simpsons episodes. Those? Yeah, yeah, and there's no joke. It's just remember Frank Grimes. Well, yeah. it's like that. Like, like, and Homer's like, "Who's that guy?" He goes, "I literally died hating you." <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, "Oh, classic grimy." I think, I think it's out of it's against what Frank Grimes was supposed to be to have him come back as a ghost. Yeah, because he was supposed to be a real or the person, straight man, not an actual yeah. real person. Yeah, what what it sounds to me like with when it comes to those callbacks is we have writers of The Simpsons who grew up on The Simpsons. That are like, hey, I remember this episode as my yeah. favorite. I'm going to try to do this again. That kind of situation. Oh, uh, one of the other stories was basically was a mixture of Hunger Games and Mad Max. That sounds kind of cool. <laughs> kind of, but maybe not with the Simpsons. But like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but the the thing with that one is, uh, Mr. Burns, being the President Snow s character, has all the water. Oh, so he's also. Uh, the one dude Lord. from from Tank Girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, the guy in Fury Road has all the water too. Oh, all right. Okay. I can't. Oh, Morton Joe. Is yeah. His name. I couldn't remember. I wanted to say Lord Humongous, but that was the, no. That's, that was that's the, the other, other one. Warrior. Yeah. Just think that uh, Morning Rush, where they were coming up with it was a quiz to see if there was a real character in Mad Max. Or, oh yeah, is this a real character in Mad Max or something I made up? Quiz. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that so sounds funny. about right. They should do a uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror where they they commission like horror writers to write. Oh, I agree. For yeah, the, for it, that would be that would be smart and interesting. So they won't do it. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so get Stephen King, get Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Have them write bits. I think uh, one of my like one of my favorite ones was the opening. I want to say the one a couple years ago where it was uh, references to Del Toro. Okay. Yeah. That one was really. Oh, yeah, good. they had yeah they had Del Toro make. Do the opening. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. really, and it had a bunch of horror references in it. Yeah, that yeah, that's really, cool. really good. Yeah, I've I've definitely come to the point where Simpsons is this is not what it used to be anymore. It hasn't been what it used to be for a long time. I know, and expecting it, unfortunately, expecting it to get back to where it was at one, like around season five, season six, it's not going to happen because that was twenty years ago. Yeah, we were different people in a different world. Yeah, yeah. this is true. Like, I don't think there's anyone that still with the simpsons has any kind of say in the simpsons i mean i know al Jean and um i know al Jean is still showrunner or at least executive producer or something like that but they don't you know when you're an executive so producer really doesn't do anything with it no god no he hasn't done anything with it for years hmm. i think he just he just reads things and signs them yeah and signs that uh yeah and gets his check yeah basically hmm. matt greening's uh interest in simpsons dropped when he created futurama i think which is a much better. Well, I don't want to say it's better. It's different. It's yeah. it's a different show. If yeah. I if I was creator of the two shows, I'd be more interested in Futurama too. It's I guess what I'm saying. Sure. Yeah. That makes. Yeah. I get that too. <laughs> he actually got a show on Netflix. It's going to be coming up. Oh, he did. Yeah. So that's. I'm curious what that's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about what it's about or anything. Hmm. Is it an animated? I don't know. I oh. don't know anything. I, I would imagine. I, I would like assume his thing. so. Yeah. They almost did a live-action Krusty show once. Oh, they did? Oh, wow, <laughs> yeah. that would be weird. <laughs> That's upsetting to think yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know if I'd like that. Yeah. Dan Castellaneta is going to 
play him and everything. Yeah. That's who voices Krusty, right? That is, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. he was originally supposed to be Homer in disguise. Yep, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, isn't it... I don't know. I'm surprised Graining has never tried to make a, a, a Life in Hell show. Yeah. Because that was his original um, comic strip. That yeah. was like the first thing. And I mean, Marge was supposed to have... Therefore, like the first season, the reason Marge had the long hair was because she secretly had rabbit ears from the Life in Hell rabbits hmm. under her hair. That was kind of, yeah. at least for the first season, that was kind of huh. the thing. She actually has them in the Ar- Simpsons arcade game, too, yes, when that's you right, get because, electrocuted. Because that was made in the first or second season. It was pretty early on in the run. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. Which is why it's so weird, because they didn't have a whole lot to work with. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Smithers Black in the game? Because he was originally uh, uh, African-American. I think so, maybe. In the show. And he's like dressed like a weird bandit the whole time. Something like that. Yeah, it was very weird. Very, very weird. I remember the, the Bartman video game. Oh, yeah. Oh, the the hardest Simpsons game was for the Super Nintendo. It was uh, Bart's Nightmare. Oh, Bart's Nightmare was weird. That was weird and difficult. I could never... I rented that game more than any other game from the uh, West Coast video here in town. <laughs> oh, geez, West Coast video. I rented oh, games from there all the time, and that was the one yeah, I rented I more than anything else, and I never... I never beat it. I couldn't. It was just that tough. They'd always give you that grade on the fridge at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I think I've ever played it. Really? Oh, it's, 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 it's good. Weird. It's weird and tough. Virtual Bart was like about the same thing, too. Yeah. Bart as a pig in running through <laughs> the, the butcher, like the... the um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The processing plant. That was weird. The dinosaur Bart beating up on caveman homers. That <laughs> <laughs> was just weird. Anyway, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we get back, we'll get in some news. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by Warp Zone, video games and beyond. Warp Zone is the place for all your gaming needs, like modern, vintage, and import video games, as well as gaming collectibles. Warp Zone Video Games and Beyond is located at 4496 Cemetery Road in Hilliard, 614-219-1997, and Warp Zone on Facebook. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star, get your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star, get the show on, get paid And they say it gets colder You're bundled up now, wait till you get older But the media men beg to differ Judging by the hole in the satellite picture The ice we skate is getting pretty thin The water's getting warm so you might as well swim My world's on fire, how about yours? That's the way I like it and I'll never get bored Hey now, you're an all-star Get your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star Get the show on, get paid Get 
somebody once told me that we're back. Boo. Uh, yeah, sorry. That was uh, Smash Mouth. And there's a reason why we picked Smash Mouth, because there's Shrek-related news. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently they're making Shrek 5, and the writer behind it is also the writer that did Austin Powers? I mean, has possibility, because I like Austin Powers... I haven't seen any of those in so long. Like, I wonder how well they hold up. Yeah, well, Shrek really doesn't hold up either. That's true. I don't, yeah, I don't know what's left for Shrek to do after four movies that, he, that they've already done. What are you talking about? The first one was fine. They didn't need any more. Yeah, they didn't need any after the first. I mean, it was happily ever after. Done, done. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, why did they make two other Matrix movies? <laughs> because the first movie ended. There was definitely an ending. There was none of this, well, there might be more. No, it, it was done. There's a, a human city, and everybody dances in a rave, and it's terrible. Yeah, God. <laughs> I never saw the third Matrix because I hated the second one so much. I was just like, no, I'm done. Yeah, the third one really uh, has like this, um, yeah, like savior complex for Neo, like almost on a bordering on a religious level. Oh, geez. Like a lot of imagery. Oh. Yeah. Honestly, the other Shrek sequels aren't good. No, no. second one's okay. The third one, all the jokes, all the good jokes were in the trailer, so by the, when we went and saw it in the theater, I was like, oh. Yeah. I never saw the fourth one. Yeah, a I lot never, of times, uh, I forget there is a fourth one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I never saw it either, but I know the storyline deals in mere universes, alternate dimensions, and that screams of, we don't have any ideas left. <laughs> Crisis on Infinite Shreks. Yeah. <laughs> Shrek Point. Shrek Point. <laughs> Swamp Two. Yeah, on Swamp Two, <laughs> where Donkey is Shrek and Shrek is Donkey. It's like that. It's like that Family Guy episode when uh, they go through the different dimensions. <laughs> the the uh, what is it called? Road to the Multiverse. Yeah. That was one of the last Family Guy episodes I actually kind of liked. Yeah. Disney Family Guy was weird. Yeah. But the animation on that was really on point. Yeah, it was. But yeah, that's... What else can you really say? The fact they're doing a fifth Shrek. Yeah, I mean, I guess that writer's worked with uh, Mike Myers before, so he'll know how to play to his strengths. Which are... What are, you, what are, Mike, what are Mike Myers' strengths anymore? I don't know. He doesn't do anything. Yeah, he hasn't done anything. The last thing he did, like, was Shrek. They, I don't think they let him do regular movies anymore after The Love Guru. <laughs> I think he got kicked out of movies. <laughs> You're fired, Mike. <laughs> fired from films. Yeah. I mean, Adam Sandler would probably be fired, too, if he didn't have his own production company. Yeah, that's how he worked his way around that. <laughs> uh, other movie news. We got apparently uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is producing a Captain Planet movie. Because reasons? Because <laughs> he's really into the environment, I guess. Yay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Is Al Gore going to make an appearance? Oh, he should be Captain Planet. <laughs> I don't think Al Gore can act. <laughs> no, he can't, but <laughs> he's been on Futurama a lot, and his delivery is not great. <laughs> no, but it's almost like he's a parody of himself in that, though. Kind of like kind of like, kind of like a Adam West on Family Guy. Yeah. I mean, is Captain Planet going to be looking for Man Bear Pig? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I get it, but like they're also talking about it might be kind of like a Power Ranger, a new Power Rangers gritty-esque kind of thing. And I'm like, we have a gritty Captain Planet. And it was Don Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> and those great funnier die bits. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you haven't seen those, look those up. They're oh, yeah. They're, uh, they're, they're special. Yeah, yeah. There's four of them. I don't think I've seen I think I've only seen like a couple of them. Yeah. If you want to see Captain Planet totally go ape and turn a bunch of people into trees. <laughs> like, I don't, it wouldn't work gritty and dark because you can't take Captain Planet seriously. Nobody ever did. Nobody took him seriously originally. It was, no, he was not really a legitimate superhero. No, he was a blue man with a green mullet. Yeah, that got kryptonite sick from ar being around pollution. Yeah. There's an episode where they go back in time and there's like a, a huge time travel thing and like Dr. Blight the one supervillain chick or has her is with her older self and they go back in time to World War II and try to sell Hitler a nuclear weapon. Oh wow. That's yeah. that's pretty deep stuff for yeah. Captain Planet. The weird thing is Hitler really didn't look like Hitler. 
Like he kind of did, but he had like a big mustache instead of a little mustache. That's weird. And I think it's because they didn't want to have a, like a realistic interpretation of Hitler. Maybe. Yeah, I think they didn't want to offend anybody so, with. I mean, if I was German, I'd probably be pretty mad. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, like Captain, they summon Captain Planet or whatever, and he's standing there, and he starts getting weak because of the sheer hatred in Hitler is like pollution. Oh wow. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah, that's some deep stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, you can find it online. It's weird. It was a weird show. It was as a whole. Yeah. I mean, come on. One of the supervillains was a AI that looked like <laughs> DOS. And one of them was a yellow brick man in a Hawaiian shirt named Duke Nukem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they would always talk to, like, the personified spirit of the earth. Gaia. Yeah. Gaia. And it was just. And the teens were all, like, really lame. Yeah. Especially the fire kid, who he was, like, a jerk. Yeah, he was from New York. He had a fiery temper. <laughs> to match his fiery power. And then yeah, like... I mean, all about cool things having diversity, but, like, the the characters were diverse, but they were almost parodies. Yeah, they, they were done in that, like, ham-fisted Burger King Kids Club kind of way. Yeah. I mean, you, get, you know, you got the, the Rainforest Kid and the... The African American, well, African American. He He's actually just African. African. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Asian water lady and Russian blonde chick. Yeah, I don't remember any other names oh, except I don't. for except for. Uh, oh man, I thought I knew his name too, Mati. Yeah, that's that's the heart kid. I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and also, what kind of power is that? Yeah, that's lame. Heart. I mean, yeah. Ooh, he can pacify aggressive animals or people or whatever. Okay, the kid from New York can throw literal fire. <laughs> The Earth Kid can just make a big chunk of Earth come out of the ground. Yeah, he's like, essentially an Earthbender. <laughs> All the other powers were weaponized. Yeah, they, they were elemental, like, wizard kind of stuff. Yeah. What? <laughs> <sighs> Man, I don't want this to happen. I like Leo in most of the stuff he does nowadays. It seems like a weird choice for him. It sounds like a passion. Either a passion project or he went and said, hey, I really want to do something about the environment. What's really and then the studio going? Hey, what's really big right now? Well, superheroes and things from the '90s. Yeah, superheroes and nostalgia. <laughs> what's 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 environmental and nostalgic from the '90s? <gasps> I mean, are they gonna fly in a big yellow X Men S jet? Yeah, Phantom Cruiser. <laughs> uh, it's dumb. It's, it's, really, it's dumb and it's a bad idea. It is a bad feel, idea. They should feel bad. Yeah, I mean, Hollywood stop. Unless they're taking like a satirical look on, at it and it's kind of funny and pokes fun at it. But I doubt it because nothing they make is fun anymore. No. I mean, I don't even know what studio is doing it. Honestly, and I don't want to waste the time to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's, it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea and it probably won't be good. <laughs> if it even gets off the ground. Past this is the true. Where it is. This is true. Watch it'll it won't be a movie it'll be like a Amazon series or something. Let's let's move into better movie news and talk about that Rogue One trailer that oh dropped. Oh my! I think goodness. it was last week. Yeah. Oh my goodness! That so des- good. December cannot get here fast enough. Yeah, that looks like a, a good movie. Oh man, I'm like I feel kind of bad for watching it, but you know at the same time I can't not not watch it <laughs> because Star Wars. It looks so much more Star Warsy than Force Awakens, if that makes sense. It does because it's set within the classic universe or the classic yeah. the classic mm-hmm. time. You know, it's so it's everything that we grew up on because we're old enough. The fact that we grew up on the original trilogy and the newer trilogy was not something we really grew up on. Thank goodness. <laughs> the fact that our Star Wars was the you know the seventies and the eighties, and the fact that's what we're getting. We're getting stuff from that era. I mean, come on, that's, the stupid rebel helmets are back. Yeah, everything just looks so cool. All the characters look really cool. Yeah, and I'm got like this dirty dozen kind of thing going on. Yeah. That Iron Giant looking droid thing. Oh, Alan Tudyk's character. Yeah, yeah. he's going to be cool. Yeah, uh, I can't remember his name, but yeah, he's essentially that's what he, well, I don't want to say he's Iron Giant, but is it bad that I'm kind of hoping he's kind of like a less evil HK-47? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, is that the direction they're going to go with him? Is he going to be like that? HK-47 was a character from one of the Knights of the Old Republic games. He the, was evil. The fir- Was it the first one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was a really evil droid that was hilarious. The re- he was hilarious. Like, the writing for him was great. 
Yeah, think of Bender from Futurama with his kill all humans thing, but except the fact that he could actually do it. Yeah, he would actually. <laughs> you could influence him even if you were a light sided char- a light sided character, but he would complain about the entire time. <laughs> He's like, it would just be easier to kill them. Like, ser- like seriously, That's he was funny. hilarious. He was a great character in a great game. Oh, man, HK forty seven is like one of my. F- favorite video game characters of all time yeah. so good i i hope that's kind of the direction they go with yeah because i think in the original trailer or this maybe a one of the other trailer like smaller trailers that came out after that i do know he utters a phrase something of if you if something with the captain or whatever you know i'll kill you or something like that and i'm kind of like mm, please please be a murder droid <laughs> give me give me the punisher as a robot in star wars <laughs> We need more droids. There wasn't enough droids in Force Awakens. Yeah. Just BB-8 mostly. Mostly BB-8, a little bit of R2-D2, a little bit of C-3PO, enough to make me go, ha, and then remember the fact that I dislike C-3PO. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing against Anthony Daniels. He's, you know, great. And C-3PO does have a special place in my heart, but honestly, I could care less about that stupid robot. (laughs) It is worrisome nature. (laughs) Oh my god, I saw this webcomic today and it made me laugh. It was like Star Trek versus Star Wars and it talked about how like had showed like Picard like hiding in the bushes behind some alien. He goes, Now look, we can't influence these people at all. You know, we gotta let them be what be what they wanna be. And then it had like Princess Leia on Endor with her fists in the air going, Yes, go fight the Empire. Kill in the name of your golden god <laughs> And you see him like running off with their spears. Oh man. The set pieces look cool, like oh, the, the tropical area. Yeah, that, yeah, that'll be something different. Just the battles look great, but I'm hoping it's it doesn't focus so much on fighting, but more of like a kind of a heist movie espionage more thing. Yeah, like yeah, you you have to have action because it is a Star Wars film, and people will get bored if there's not. <laughs> but I mean, seeing the rebels like run across that like watery terrain and like the walkers coming out of the trees. Oh, please. The I, Lego I think, sets have started to come out. Yeah. I think Jen Erso seems like she's really cool. I hope she's like an edgier Ray. Yeah. A, a shoot first, ask questions later kind of Ray. <laughs> and I love this this thing with uh, what they're doing now with having more focus on strong female characters. Yeah. Because, I mean, there was hardly any in the original. Just Leia. Yeah. That's about it. And Leia's great and all. Yeah. But until Return of the Jedi, she didn't. I mean, there wasn't a lot she really did other than get captured yeah she killed a couple stormtroopers in the first movie and you know there was that the great death star escape which is great i mean it's amazing especially when she grabs like luke's blaster and goes fine i'll do it yeah and then um an empire what'd she do she argued with han yeah i think that's it yeah <laughs> argued with han and got betrayed by lando and yelled luke it's a trap <laughs> jedi she does a little bit in the jungle or in the forest then gets adopted by the Care Bears, the Care and they Bear. put her in a dress. And their teddy bear picnic. Yeah, <laughs> their, ten- their, their teddy bear cannibal picnic. <laughs> but, oh, and then the fact we get a couple shots of Darth Vader actually doing, like, walking around. Yeah, that's so being, cool. Being Vader. Is Boba Fett supposed to be in it? I don't know. I wonder if he is. That'd be really cool. They probably it, wouldn't tell you. Yeah, that'll be it'll be a big surprise. I'd be stoked to see the Fett Man. Well, of course. You've always been a big Fett Man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I am really curious on who that new Imperial officer guy is with the cape, his glorious cape. His glorious cape. More space capes, please. Yes, space capes all the time. Not enough sci-fi has enough space capes. Yeah. Is Lando the only one that wore a cape in Star Wars till that guy? Vader had a well, cape. Well, Vader wears a cape, duh. Vader had a cape. Uh, Lando had a cape. That's about it. Space capes for everybody. Um. Well, in the prequel trilogy... um, Jen has a poncho. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Leia's adopted dad. I think he had a cape for at least a second. King cape. King cape. <laughs> King cape rule. Uh, <laughs> nice. See, so let's move on to something. Oh, we got Pokemon stuff to oh, talk Of course, about. yeah. It's not a Nerd Overload show without Pokemon. Yeah. We actually, we didn't have any Pokemon last week, but we'll make up for it this week because we have uh, a lot of Pokemon. That uh, special demo came out today, today? as we're recording. Um, I haven't played it yet. I probably will play it when I get off work today but it has already been data mined to heavily yeah heavily and they they've released well not released they've data mined what the uh final evolutions of the starters look like which uh i'm kind of disappointed with litten the cat one he turns into like this cat wrestle boy yeah it's like it's like they took like 
Machamp or Machoke, and then made it, and then threw in fire cat stuff. Yeah, put a cat head on it. Yeah, and fire. Yeah, it's. Uh. And then last time we talked about this, I think Sam said that he hopes that it stays on four legs. It didn't. Nope. Of not. <laughs> no. How do they feel the need to make them, like, human looking? Yeah, the last form is always, like, some human looking thing, which is lame. Like Bipedal. Yeah, if I wanted to play an RPG with bipedal human-like characters, I could play any of them. Yeah, well, like that even way in the beginning... Yeah, well, not Venusaur. Yes, but if you remember, I think I, I want to say in every gen of the three starters, two always go on two legs, and there's one that's not. And it's generally the one that's not is the one that most people probably won't use, like Venusaur and Poplio, whatever that one's going to be called, being basically Seal Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, it's the Seal Mermaid. Actually, I think it looks pretty cool. No, it looks I, good. I, I kind of like it, honestly. Yeah, the, the design is really elegant. Um, it's not as clownish as its beginning form. Yeah, it definitely drops the clowny thing that the beginning form has. Yeah, which is fine. It'll get people to shut up about hating on it so much. Yeah. I don't know how to describe the final form of Rowlet, the little owl, but it is very, very cool. Owl Archer Man. Yeah, it's really cool looking. And I love they. Dr- I love the fact that they the, the, uh, the emo hair from the second form doesn't carry through. <laughs> Did you notice like the arrowhead is a feather? Oh no, that's cool. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about yeah, it. Yeah, I was. Or it's, a, either, it's either a feather or a leaf, but either way, I was a Litten guy from the beginning, but I've cha- I've changed my mind because I don't like that final form so much. Yeah, I was Rowlet. It's an owl. Rowlet, Rowlet, <laughs> Rowlet. I'm I'm gonna do Rowlet now. Plus, it's a dual type. Come on now. <laughs> it being a flying grass grass type, being, and also the fact that we're on a basic an island chain, though we'll probably we'll probably run to a lot of water types starting out. So strategically, it's going to be good. Rally is easy mode. It will be easy mode. But a lot of the designs are really strong. Oh, yeah. There's a whole bunch of new Aloan forms, which if you remember, that's the, the alternate forms of the original set of Pokemon. The classics, yeah. Uh, there's a Doug Trio that has glorious flowing locks of blonde hair. <laughs> it's hilarious. It is it's super funny. The internet is already taken to making meme after meme about this Pokemon. <laughs> Or a group of Pokemon, yeah. out, depending on how you want to think about it. <laughs> hey, let's evolve. Eh, let's just group up. Yeah, let's just have three of us. <laughs> uh, there's an Alolan Geo dude, which just kind of he kind of gets like some serious angry eyebrows. Yeah, via obsidian looking uh, stuff coming out of him. Yeah, at least at least Golem looks a little better. Yeah, I never liked Golem. I always thought he looked like a weird turtle and didn't fit with the other two forms. Turtle golf ball. Yeah, <laughs> like you go. Rock man, four armed rock man, rock turtle. <laughs> like it doesn't, it doesn't fit. It was almost like he was going to be a separate Pokemon, and he accidentally got attached to that evolution line. Yeah, there's a bird one in there. It looks like it might be like the new, possibly the new Pidgey for this gen or whatever. But it's a uh, two birds, and then the final form is like serious toucan. Nice. And I'm super excited because the the toucan design is super strong. Follow my nose. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, he does kind of have a rainbowy beak. Like, we'll have more when once we've played the demo. Yeah, there's <laughs> definitely going to be that. And in a in a total 180 from Pokemon, let's talk Great British Bake Off. Oh, oh geez. Oh my gosh, I love that show. It's I a love great. It. It's Here a great. Go. It's a great show. Seriously, go to Netflix. Just watch it. It's, like seriously. <laughs> you you wouldn't think a show about baking uh, cakes. Not only baking. British baking. British They're baking. They're so like polite and helpful to each other. Like seriously, like this. What is it? Uh, what's her face was having trouble. Then the person started helping them. Like try to get it finished in time. It was... It's so refreshing compared to American reality shows where everything's drama ratcheted up up to eleven and faked. Yeah, there's <laughs> definitely that too. But there's been a lot of upsets recently with the cast of that show. A lot. The hosts are leaving basically. Except Paul Hollywood. Yeah, except for Paul Hollywood, he's staying. Of course, the but, one that the one that's the least likable. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Mary Berry's out, and uh, Mel and Sue, the two hosts who are very funny, are leaving. But it's I don't is it I think it's a rumor. I think yeah, it's a rumor. Kind of they're maybe possibly talking to him about it. That uh, Richard Ayoade, the guy from uh, IT Club, IT, IT Crowd. Club, IT Crowd. What, what the heck that? am I talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? The guy from IT Crowd and uh, Dar- uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Uh, he was in that movie 
was it the watch? Yeah. That's probably the most mainstream thing I can think of that he did. I love the IT crowd. Yeah, the so IT good. crowd is a fantastic show. His hair is always on point. Yeah. <laughs> his his sweet style. <laughs> but he's in talks to be the host of the that show and that would be fantastic. He is hilarious. He is hilarious. <laughs> and honestly, like I was I was upset about M- Mel and Sue leaving, but uh that makes me pretty stoked. Because I love that guy. He's hilarious. He is super funny. If you, have, uh, if you haven't checked out the IT crowd, definitely go. It's on Netflix. Yeah, like if Big Bang Theory was a good show, <laughs> it would be IT crowd. <laughs> yeah. That's my controversial opinion that a lot of people are probably going to get mad about. But it, it takes that kind of the, the nerd, nerd humor concept the, and does well, it right. Yeah, it doesn't just make references. It's yeah. actual... It, yeah, it do- yeah, it doesn't feel like um, probably what a lot of other people feel like when they see someone who is supposedly going to represent them on a tele- television show. And then they realize that it's a very false facade. Yeah. It's a it's a stereotype of what of what they believe you're like. And that's why I hate Big Bang Theory. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've watched it and there are parts that are funny. And I do enjoy, um, um, just blanked on his name, Sheldon. <laughs> Crimbo. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Johnny Crimbo with his catchphrase, uh, bajonkers. Jim Parsons. Yeah, yeah that's his go. name. Jim Parsons. There we go. I mean, I enjoy him. He's he's uh, he's genuinely funny off the show. And it's also weird the fact that he's in his 40s. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. He's in his 40s. That's weird. That makes the whole show weird to me. Well, not even that. It's the fact that he he seems younger or about our age. Yeah. Got a little baby face. Yeah, but he's in his 40s, yeah. Yeah, I would if you asked me how old I thought he was, I would at the oldest I would have said 35. Yeah. Yeah, he's like he turned 40 like a year or two ago. Wow. Mind blown. And he's running around on TV like he's in his 20s. Hey. I want to be that. Power too, I, I want to be that yeah. spry when I'm that old. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's big news. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Rockstar is teasing a possibility, maybe. Of... I think they fully announced it at this point. Have they? Yeah, I just peeked at my phone a minute ago. It's yeah, Red Dead Redemption Two is the thing that's happening. Is a go. Technically, it's the third game in the franchise. Yeah. Do they seriously, are they seriously, I guess, well, the first one was called Red Dead Revolver. Yes, Red Dead Revolver. I guess they can call it Red Dead Redemption 2. Or maybe just go with the whole name thing. Yeah. The The naming conceit, Red Dead something with an R. Yeah. The alliteration. Yeah, alliteration. There we go. That's the the intelligent word I wanted. Um, Yeah. Like, in the fact they tease that shot of, like, a silhouette of a bunch of people together. So there's, there's, uh theories flying around that maybe they're going to do something that's kind of like maybe the magnificent seven yeah they tweeted a picture of uh was it seven cowboys yeah seven cowboys walking out of a sunset yeah which they just apparently a little bit ago tweeted that same picture but with the title red dead redemption 2 on it oh so they so they're not doing anything interesting with the title (sighs) they could have called i don't know red dead reunion uh i like that one yeah. yeah I know, right? Red Dead Resurrection, which is what they should have called the zombie. Red uh, Dead Revolution. It makes me wonder who the character is going to be because they can't use John Marston. Oh, yeah. For, uh, we can say story reasons. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I hate Jack. God, I hated Jack. Red Dead Redingdong. Oh, jeez. Cody. Red Dead Redonculus. (laughs) Uh, It's got a release date. Oh. Fall 2017. Next year, huh? Yeah. So that means they've been working on it in secret, those jerks. They had to have been working on something. They haven't announced a game in five years. Like, seriously. that they Rockstar? Haven't, yeah, Rockstar hasn't announced a game in five years. Has it been five years since GTA V came out? Yeah, apparently. Oof. I did not. I know, I know the one guy um, said that he wouldn't mind doing another Bully game. That would be cool. Because he be... feels like Bully was kind of ahead of its time. Yeah, it, and it didn't get the it didn't get a fair shake. I think it just kind of came out and just kind of disappeared. Yeah, it's it's a decent game. I mean, it's it's uh, it was definitely a departure from what Rockstar was generally doing at that time. Yeah, which was just Grand Theft Auto sequels. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto sequels and DLCs. Yeah, I think they should sit on Grand Theft Auto for a while before they make a new one. I think they need to come up with something different to do. Well, I like five. I. 
But I did not. The online part of five is dumb. Oh, I I won't touch it because I know it's just going to be a bunch of kids uh, yelling swear words into a microphone. Yeah. Well, my thing is like I liked the idea with five, the fact that you you played three different characters and the the uh, the mechanic of that. Yeah, I just hate that that wacky guy. Oh, Trevor. Trevor. He's so so forced and so cheesy. The right word. Cheap. Yeah. Yeah, he's cheap laughs, cheap jokes, Char- cheap violence. It's just not interesting. That you can find characters pretty much like that anywhere. Yeah, I think that's why I liked Red Dead Redemption so much. It felt like a good western. Yeah, like the West felt alive. Yeah, I, mean, that, don't, oh, I love that. The world felt real in that game, and I wanted I wanted to live in that. Granted, cowboy granted, world. every settlement you go to is like super tiny. Yeah. And you know some character like a lot of this, the ra- the random or, or NPCs are you know really basic and dumb. Do you think there'll be like glitches again with the animals and human oh, hybrids? Yeah, Remember yeah. that? I think the one glitch that really terrified me the most was it was a cougar, but it had glitched to a person. Yeah, the cougar man. <laughs> the cougar man. So you got like this cougar noise, like torso body crawling across the ground, <laughs> mauling your face off. And it was really its own game. Like, it really could have just ended up being Grand Theft Horse, but it was very much its own thing. It was. I mean, the mechanics were fun. The shootout duels were good. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like was the disconnect between who John Marston was as a person and how many people he just murders. Well, it depends on how you play. (laughs) Honestly. Well, like, most of the story missions is just go here and kill everybody. Yeah, I Which mean, was kind of a letdown. I really wish they would have done some things where I could have not killed a person in the story. Yeah. Oh, and there kind of is, but you know, but most of the time it's you kill a guy. Like when I when I was down in Mexico and I was deposing of the general dictator guy. Yeah, and, you just go down there and shoot just so many Mexican people. It's so weird. It well, just feels weird. Yeah, when you're going up against the Mexican army. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the mini like the Gatling gun on the train part. Yeah. Um, or when you're rafting down the river. Oh, yeah. Yeah, on that makeshift raft. Yeah. Oh, my absolute favorite part is the mine cart where you're hanging on the back of a mine cart and you go through and it's kind of you shoot people as you go through like kind of a shooting gallery. Type oh, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. God, I, I forgot about that part. But like, I wish there was more to it than just shooting people. Shooting people. Some because of it was, that world I mean, is so real. I mean, some of it was. I mean, you had like the, the horse wrangling and the stuff like that you could do. Yeah, but very little of it played into the actual story, which yeah, is unfortunate. Yeah, true. I mean, it's like if you wanted a better horse. You know, that's yeah. basically all it really was. But you get a pretty decent horse early on, so it really didn't matter. Yeah, that that's what kept me from actually finishing the game was the fact that I just got tired of just going places and killing people. I beat I beat the game. It's one of the few games that I sat there and just murdered, and it's like, not not murdered, but you know. <laughs> We've been saying that a lot those yeah. past couple minutes. Um, first game I've... Um, knocked out? Yeah, I knocked, I sat there, and I, it wasn't like I took a break and came back. It's, I knocked it out, start to finish. I don't really do that any, anymore. Like, I used to do it all the time when I was younger. But You're an adult. I'm an yeah. adult, With and I get, I, get bu- yeah, I get busy, or I get bored, and or something else comes out that catches my eye, or... You know, it's like I, I've been milking that new Deus Ex. Like I sit down and I get to play it for like twenty minutes at a time, and it I'm never gonna finish it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like I restarted I restarted a uh, Metro twenty thirty three because I got the Redux edition and I got that new fancy graphics card. And oh, it's yeah. been so long since I played Metro. I was like, I uninstalled regular Metro and just started playing that one. Voice acting is not as good as it was in the first one. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash nerdoverloadradio. You can email us with any questions, concerns, comments, hopes, dreams, fears, anything. Especially your fears. Yeah, we want to know that. Yeah, that would be a good Halloween episode. (laughs) (laughs) Unless your fears. Anyway. The email address is staff at nerdoverload.com. You can tweet tweets at us at nerd underscore overload. The same stuff. If if it's an email that fits in within 140 characters, <laughs> send us a tweet at nerd underscore overload. Or give us a follow. Yeah. You can uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV, which also gets each episode of the podcast and maybe someday actual content. 
Uh, and also, you can find us over at iTunes and Stitcher. You know, while you're there, rate us. It helps us out. Yeah. yeah. Give push, us, push us up that list. Give us the star rating. Write a review because we don't advertise the show. And if we could get on some of those iTunes lists, that would be pretty rad. And, you know, like I said, thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll talk to you uh, next week. Pizza out. This show was sponsored in part by Warp Zone Video Games and Beyond. <laughs>